Hello there and welcome to the slightly delayed episode of the Sith Taker Snapshots podcast. I'll be your host for today, Rich Polly, and I'm joined by uh, young Ben Hibbert. Hello there. <laughs> You're not Colm. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have a lovely deep sultry voice rather than my Velvety annoying tones. smelly. <laughs> Derbyshireite, wherever it is. Dad breath uh, voice. <laughs> talk- <laughs> Talking of comic regional accents, it's Sean Milligan. Ah, <laughs> uh, Reet. <laughs> I, I was just going to go with this. Hello, but you know, an intro like that. Noodle, just, noodle okay. like Jordan Lass. Jordan Lass. We're all a bit giddy um, for obvious reasons. Uh, and also joining us today uh, will be uh, producer Tim. Hello there. Uh, so, we've all just, as probably a lot of our listeners have, just got off watching the first AMG Star Wars focused stream. Uh, They did a bunch of announcements about a bunch of stuff. Uh, We're going to go through that, um, get some hot takes, uh, which uh, being recorded for all posterity in a podcast, we'll be able to rub in each other's faces when they turn out to be completely wrong at some point in the future. Um, And also just to have a quick, you know, what do you think about the the stream? So um, rather than starting with like a general kind of what did you think of it? Because if we do that, we'll talk for an hour and not say anything. Um, I'm going to try and focus in on some of the key announcements that they made. Um, so first things first, they said that there will be product shipping in 2021, um, but it's going to be the FFG stuff. Um, there's going to be less than they wanted, but that's caused by COVID-19 because they had to relocate all the studio workers to working from home. So fair enough. Can't really argue about that, can we? Because we've all I mean, experienced it. Pretty expected, weren't it, to be fair? Yeah. yeah. So there's going to yeah, gonna be a lull. Um, But it's nothing serious. Uh, First big announcement thing that actually made me punch the air in happiness was we're not going to have to paint ships under AMG. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I thought the first thing was going to be about the new version of X-Wing, to be honest. That was going to be your first happy one. Um, No, no. No, no. no, I'd I'd have been all right if they announced that. I don't really care. But, um, you know, it's... um, they, we won't have to paint ships, we won't have to construct them. If you want to paint and construct things, you can do Legion, you can do anything else. Well, um, well that's, not, yeah. that's not strictly true. They did say there, there will be things coming for those that want to. Correct. Uh, it yeah. it feels like there's a massive focus. I mean, the the undertone for the whole stream was there there is a massive focus on the hobby side of things. Um, as they highlighted, they weren't a board gaming uh, studio. They are a miniature studio, and they wanted to focus on the miniatures so i have a secret underlying hope that they're actually going to be going for more of the obscure and interesting looking um ships from the star wars lore just because they look cool and so i i just had a thought there. are they going to release body kits so that you too can make your x-wing look like you've bought something off max power and strapped it under the front of your mum's corsa <laughs> well, uh, it was I, always flashing I, lights I, it? <laughs> I mean if, if they did like an LED version or like an LED upgrade kit or something like that, or like an official battery that... On like, the ship lighting. Yeah, no, but you know, like, you know what? If, if they were to release like a like a battery base, so like an X-Wing base, but it's got an integrated battery, battery and a wire, that would be A what, Sean? A wire? A wire. Aye, a wire. <laughs> but you know what I mean? So just like, it, it, yeah. it feels like the, they want to do more community stuff and things like that. I think it's going to be, I think it's it going would, to be good for the community. I that think might it, actually know. be the first thing that they would do that would make Kei Taniguchi genuinely angry. To be like, <laughs> yes, yeah. what annihilated <laughs> business in five minutes. Where's, where's, where's your beer money now? <laughs> where's it gone? 
Uh, I like right. I like that side of things though. Rather than actually having to paint any ship, if you just add upgrades and things like that, because you know it it would price it would take a lot of people out if they ever had to paint the ship. Absolutely. Yeah. Which I, I think that's what <laughs> I'm the gone. Way the, <laughs> the way they announced it, it, it felt like a this has never crossed our mind. We are never going to do this sort yeah. of uh, assumption I mean, of yeah. We know where we're at. We're not going to do it. People were talking about it like it was, you know, oh, what if they do it? But it was like a bit of a daft thing, and they've obviously picked up on this kind of undercurrent of, of like silliness gone around in the community, and decided to um to to address it. And it's like, well, it's a bit of a weird thing to address, but okay, grand, thanks. Yeah. You just have to keep releasing, you know, built ships. Um, yeah. and you know what we know that painters do a much better job of painting the ships than than come out of the factories where they're made. So you know, I've got three versions of the Black One Poe ship two of them by ffg and one by jason and the one by jason is just like Shit. you hold the two up to each other and you go that yeah that's clearly just a much better paint job because it's been done by a very good painter rather than as a slap it on jobs get it in a blister pack and sell it for 16 quid or whatever it was um so yeah it's it's uh it was good news second bit of news um sean has already dropped it uh there's not going to be an edition three um in the immediate future they've got no plans for now uh, to release that um they announced a bunch of stuff about social channels and websites and all this kind of stuff that's going to be launched they're still going to put some news through the ffg site and all that kind of stuff but that's like whatever you find out the news about x-wing when it releases within about eight seconds from one of the <laughs> facebook groups and discord servers and things like that where people have got alerts on various feeds and it just automatically populates stuff so there's there's no chance of missing anything um Although one thing that they did talk about is the fact that they're going to run at least two streams a week, potentially more, focused specifically on Star Wars. Um, so a lot of it about hobby stuff, about painting, about design, about that kind of stuff. But there is a chance that they will be doing spoilers. Well, a high chance, because they said we'll be doing spoilers. Um, that they're going to get a, a group of people religiously watching those on the off chance that they flash something up on screen that nobody's ever seen before, which or I guess is why they do it. Or they know. accidentally slip or something like that, or yeah. we can construct random outrageous rumours from obscure phrases that they use. Yeah, so I, I mean, one of the things that... Yeah, one of the things that Crisis Protocol players have said in the past is that one of the things AMG does very well is engage with its community. Um, one of the things that FFG didn't do so well was um, manage Twitch. So, like, Twitch streams from FFG were, like, a big deal because you knew they were going to announce something big. Um, this is just low-level, ongoing, continuous community engagement. And if you're in the Twitch chat and, you know, you're a, a regular viewer and they start to recognize your name, they might answer your questions, you know, um, they might make announcements, they might make you feel special because they tell you something. You get to go and be smug at your friends for five minutes before the whole rest of the world finds out, all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, I can see that there's clearly a different direction being taken and that they've put some thought into how to how to manage it. But so that's not to say that, that they're not going to do big official Twitch stuff. Um they also mentioned on the eighteenth around the eighteenth of March there's going to be a four day uh spoiler fun. Uh, yeah, so like Gen Con <laughs> like FFD, FFG did for Gen Con last year, it's gonna be on this similar vein. So I feel like there's gonna be a, a decent um product drop and yeah. 
they, they did deliberately, quite deliberately as well, point out that that would be four days of streaming information about the four Star Wars games, and there's only currently three launched. Well, so. uh, no, so what I got from that is... They, four games. they said the four games, and they didn't mention Mar- Marvel Crisis Protocol, which would be the fourth game. Um, so what, the way I see it is more like it's their open day, virtual open day. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they, okay. Because they said a lot of it was like uh, background stuff, like how the studio works and... Uh, and other bits and bobs. And even though I think Disney owns Marvel and Star Wars now, potentially they can't talk about maybe the Marvel on the Star Wars one, if that makes sense, which is why they just called it the fourth game. So I, poss- right. I possibly wouldn't look too much into that. I could be wrong. Well, but... Yeah. <laughs> well, one of the two, I leapt to one conclusion, you leapt to another. You're probably right, though, thinking about it. Um, but well, if I'm seen- right, I'll rub it in your face. No, no, I mean, look, hey, I'm more more than happy to be wrong, although how many extra Star Wars games have we seen come and go in the last few years from FFG? Uh, yeah. So, sorry, uh, Destiny players. Um, and Imperial Assault. Imperial Assault uh, as well. But, no, I mean, having... I mean, I've worked a little bit in the industry with, with uh, obviously, with Mantic Games and stuff, and it seems to be more the vibe I was getting, like it was a virtual open day kind of con and their fourth game would be Marvel Crisis Protocol. Cool. I mean, it works. It works. Talking of big events, the next thing that they touched on was organized play, and there was a massive intake of breath, and it turns out that Oliver Pocknell is going to be world champion until the second (laughs) half of 2022. Uh, so there you go. Um, it's not. Uh, it's it's not uh, an issue. Basically, with COVID nineteen, they've not been able to do any um, prep work for a worlds, any planning, any logistics, any lead up events um, for a twenty twenty one worlds. Um, looking at the second half of this year, so what they're going to do is not run it, and instead run it in twenty twenty two, and they're going to try and restart OP at a store level in the second half of this year. So just in time. For the Sith Taker open. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Nice. So you never know. We might just you, have some official we might just have some official prize support yeah. to chuck about mean, at that as well. Don't you mean the sold out Sith Taker open? A sold out Sith Taker open, yeah. Have you That's got it. your ticket it's rich outcome. No, I don't. I keep telling you you can't get rid of me that easy, I'll be there anyway. Just standing sadly outside, waiting for someone not to turn up, pulling no, at the door. No, I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll be inside chucking people down the fire escape. I've seen some of the weedy nerds that turn up at Element. It'll be easy. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I think that announcement obviously makes sense. We're still, you know, hopefully the light is at the end of the uh, tunnel with the global pandemic. So that announcement really makes logical. Um, sense and it's that they did seem really keen on kind of um reigniting the store level stuff uh and there was even mention of of some digital content rewards as well i think Uh, that just means that they're that i I don't think that's what they said i think what they said was because we they're going to start running um non-206 events and tournaments and things like that at store level to build up engagement in the game. And some of the stuff that they are going to run, they're going to release in digital format. Or as it's also known, put the rules for scenarios in a PDF. Sets, of course, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a shame. I, obviously, with TTS, I thought. Uh, no, okay. no, that that, <laughs> that 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 un, that unofficial way by which we can continue playing the game in a completely yeah. unofficial capacity. Yeah, that... But, I mean, like I say, I, I think, um, what was the 
Atari, Gates of Atari? Heroes of Atari. Heroes of Atari. It was a really good co-op game that I know a lot of people enjoyed, so I think similar things like that. I think. Did any of you try the solo rules? No. I looked at them and I thought, they look a bit dumb. And then they they were actually quite fun, to be fair. Were they? Yeah, but I could see how it'd be fun to play with somebody else on my team and use the AI as sort of the opponent. That that seems like it would be more fun. So maybe we're going to see more of that. They've already started the groundwork. I guess just the, the faff of it was always like getting all of the stuff out in your house to walk around a table by yourself, playing it yeah. against yourself, when you can just log on to a computer and play a game against another human being. No, you can't. Shh, shh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you know, it, it would it'd be a good thing to play like as an introduction to someone else to try and yeah. get them into it. Um, and it, it, if they improve on the AI and make it a bit simpler, um, I could it, see it really taking off as having a full campaign. Because remember how popular Atari Cluster was with the campaign? Yeah, I know a lot of people liked it and enjoyed it. And because you could. You got the XP to spend to improve your ship, so you yeah. got more invested in it and stuff. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they do do stuff like that. <laughs> I said do do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was going to say on the on the theme of talking about OP, they also said that there was a big announcement happening tomorrow. So today, if you're listening to it on the day of release at midday Central Time, there's going to be a big official article talking about OP. So on Wednesday the fourth. No, 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 no. February. Thursday, because it's Wednesday today. Thursday the fourth. Thursday the fourth. Yeah, Thursday the fourth of February at eight eight p.m. Is it UK time? Uh, It's it's twelve central, so I think that's eight eight hours. So yes, so it's not it's not eight hours. Eight hours is specific time. So six stupid times. I think it's almost like the best in America. Well, six is East Coast, isn't it? So split the difference. Uh, so central. central time is currently four o'clock, so that is six, six hours. hours. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. So big OP announcement tomorrow, noon central time, six PM UK time. Yeah. Um or UTC as it's now known, because uh, we can't call it GMT or whatever. Why is that? Um, I know it's off subject, but why is that? Because when I have did no that idea. happen? When did that happen? I think I think it's since Britain stopped being the centre of the world and everybody doesn't like calling their time Greenwich Mean Time, plus or minus, because it relates to the UK, where there's like the whole rest of the world, like on that latitude, longitude, whichever one um, it is. Are you trying to say that the, uh, the British didn't invent time? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sure I, I'm sure I can find someone on the internet that thinks it does <laughs> pretty sure it was probably the mayans or the egyptians or the greeks or something like that um not one according of the, to this well, Tim says we did we did yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> not according to this website i've uh, located it's it, uh, it says they didn't that's true <laughs> oh, so, yeah. <laughs> so yeah that that was good um so next world's 2022 there's going to be events leading into it hopefully it's not going to be overly complicated but there's no point in us speculating because they're going to yeah do a stream about it tomorrow um so everybody will be able to watch that um at around about the same time um so that's good um and left me quite happy and i think now is the point where we talk about the spoilers products that they did so So, 26th of march which is a week after the big four-day announcement so they're obviously going to have all the card spoilers in that announcement yeah three packs 
You've got the Phoenix Cell, which is a Rebel Aces pack. The Sky Strike Academy, which is an Imperials Aces pack. And Fugitives and Collaborators, which is a Scum. I was going to say Aces pack, but considering what ships are in it, I'm not sure. Um, but additional content pack for Scum. Um, so they did show some pictures and they did show some uh, other bits and bobs. The Phoenix Cell, uh, start off, uh, as you could probably tell by the name of it, is uh, Rebels-based. Uh, so if you've watched the cartoon show, you'll recognize the characters in it. Two A-Wings and a B-Wing. Mm-hmm. First impressions before we go into the pilots that we know about? I don't have enough Rebel A-Wings, so I'm happy with that. <laughs> um, they're they're well, light green. Well, there, there might be a reason for that, because the Rebel A-Wing, apart from Jake, has not been that great. So maybe yeah. there's a config for them to uh, fix them like we've seen with the other ships. So yeah. that would be quite I... interesting. I, will I heard a rumor bet, that there's going to be I will a turret. Bet my house that there will be a turret for the Rebel yes. A-Wing. Really? <laughs> oh, I will bet my. Of course there will. Of course yes, there will. They're yeah, so I... bad compared to the Resistance, Resistance. A-Wings. I mean, yes. I, I won't lie. I actually did have a look at the image again just to see if there was a turret or if there was a rear art printed on it or anything like that. But no, no, was it's it, not um... there. Was it the same sculpt? Did anyone notice? I forgot to look. It, it is it, the same sculpt. It oh, looks like the new chunky A wing still. Yeah, it's the new chunky A wing from second yeah. edition. Um, it's a pale green color, so it's a new paint job. Um, so it's green squadron. Um, the B wing is red. It's if you've watched the Rebels show, it's the B wing that Hera flies in the Rebels show. And there's the spoiler: I six Hera Syndulla. Mm. In a B wing, a new I six pilot for Rebels. That that's, confuses me. That's mm. quite good, isn't it? It's like it's Meh. like it's like the I six Y wing. It's like what what what? <laughs> How much tax am I paying on the I six for a B wing? So she's got a different pilot ability because they flashed her card up. So they've got a different pilot ability. While another friendly ship at range one to two defends or performs an attack, you can transfer one of your focus, evade, or locks to that ship. So she is very clearly supposed to be somebody who has tokens, and if she doesn't use them, she can fling them to somebody else, rather than having the ability to change her dial. Um, so it's almost so, like, it feels like she's obviously, I'm going to initiative six, move move myself out of combat while I, while, while I help my friends. Possibly. Oh. Um, I mean, ultimately, she's a B-wing, so exactly, you know, yeah. she's got eight, eight health behind one green dice, so she's going to need her focus. Um, evade and locks um herself um, or she's gonna die in about eight seconds um <laughs> but yeah i mean it's a it's an i6 uh it's hera it also makes me think that we might see hera in other ships possibly in the pack whether she's got an a-wing pilot card that we don't know about i don't well know. that would be exciting we did gleam two of the a-wing pilots from one of the pictures as well and i believe yeah, we have it's Wedge in an A-Wing at I-4. Wedge. And, yeah, Wedge until and, he's in an A-Wing, yeah. Young Wedge. And, and Sabine. Yep, Young Wedge and Young Sabine. Well, Sabine's so, always been I-3, so... Well, so I mean, um, I'm, I'm curious to know what Sabine's pilot card ability is going to be. She's got the same ability. That's going to be a bit cheeky. That's, it's, well, yeah, a pre-barrel roll in an A-Wing is going to be really... Although you can't barrel roll again, though, but still, yeah. That's uh, well, she can, she can link any... If it's got the same ability she can if she can pre-barrel roll that means she can pre-barrel roll boost 
um, because she could link and then do a blue move to clear the stress and then take an action anyway. Um, so, yeah, yeah that, that's going to be filthy. Um, so, I mean, so, it's still initiative three, isn't it? Yeah, she's still initiative three, um, which it's means not she gets filthy, to, filthy. It makes her, it continues to make her one of the best blocking ships in the game. Yeah. I mean, um, we all saw what Anakin can do in the Naboo for the Republic. Yeah, that's so. that's worse. That that like for her, this is if she can if she can barrel roll link it to a boost, yeah, or boost link to well whatever. No, you can't boost yeah. link to something else. But like barrel roll link to a boost rather than just a single barrel roll. I mean, it's like barrel roll link to evade on the um, attack shuttle. Um, and it's so, not like and it's not like the A wing shy of blue maneuvers. So yeah, uh, so it's um, interesting. And young but, wedge. So who knows what his ability is going to be? So, but I mean, so. I th- I think a common theme in all all of these packs is like the appeal of getting the ships isn't huge, but it feels like there's some decent content in the cards and pilot abilities that is essentially making me want to buy all of them. I'm calling it now. There's going to be some amazing upgrades, so we have to buy it. Yeah. Do you think they're going to put all of the same upgrades in the same boxes, though? I think they will. Like, I don't well, think they're going to put some weird new missile and only put it in the scum one, for example. Like... I- I don't think they're going to put config cards in each of them. No, they're not going to put the config cards in, but like yeah. if they create a new generic, or they might dump some of the existing generic upgrades in there that we saw in the recent things like Thread Tracers Ooh, and Sync Turret would be nice in the in the scum one. Yeah. They well, usually import I, I just, the last line, don't they? Sorry, I was just thinking that if we, we could see uh, the Royal Guard TIE Fighter config come back. Uh, the TIE Interceptor. Mm-hmm. Possibly. You could see the A-Wing one as well. There was an, was an A-Wing that gave it. I know they've already got two um, oh, slots. But there not was the a, price down by two, didn't it, Summit? Hmm. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, you could rehash that title, and then, obviously, the Rebel A-Wings need a bit of a boost. I, so. I suppose the only thing that possibly you wouldn't see the Royal Guard TIE is the fact that they're not in the red paint scheme. Uh, they've got red bits on them, yeah, but that's so. Should we move on and talk about the Imperials? <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, no, but no, no, no but I think it's I think it's good because those titled cards can be rehashed, uh, yeah. and it could you know it's a really good opportunity to give the ships that aren't doing well from a meta point of view, for example, the Rebel A wings, a, a a a handy boost that aren't just points adjustments. So. Well, and in fairness, interceptors and defenders are a bit lesser seen, really, apart from Sunterfell or possibly the generic in a Sloan Swarm or, uh, or something like that. You don't really I mean, see interceptors. It's uh, not a bad thing we don't see defenders. So here's a, here's a thing. Sunterfell's going to have competition because one of the two pilots spoiled in the picture was an I-6. And I think it's Sienna yes. Ree, who's already in the game somewhere. Because her name rings a bell for me. Yeah. Decimator? Decimator? She's in a TIE fighter, isn't she? Uh, she's a crew. She's a crew, right? Let's so her crew, after you perform a coordinate action, if the ship you coordinated performed a barrel roll or boost action, it can gain a stress and rotate 90 degrees. So it's a crew that you never see. Um, so anyway, <laughs> she's going to be an I-6 uh, interceptor pilot. Um, we've also got... Um, spoiled uh, Gideon Hask um, and they showed us his card so he's got the same ability as he has in his normal TIE Fighter which is 
he rolls an additional attack die against damaged defenders. Um, and that doesn't just mean tie defenders, unfortunately. It means anybody he's shooting at. Um, and then there's another I-5 um, defender with yellow trim. And I can't quite make out who it is um, Vault, from the Vault base. Something? I didn't recognize yeah. the name. I'm, I'm squint, squinting at it, and unfortunately, I don't have an NDA to see through, so I can't tell you uh, what the pilot's <laughs> name is. Um, but yeah, so Looks there's like another you. I-5 so defender. That's what we need, more defenders. I need yeah, a fourth I defender. I love defenders. I defenders hate them. Defenders look cool. I they look them. cool, but they, they, tilt, they tilt me. <laughs> as soon as I see them across the board, they just what? tilt me. I'm like, what's even the point? Well, because they're right. three, 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 four. Right, you, you can, you can with a boost and advanced sensors and whatever. It's like you just, you just do what you like. I'm, I'm going to go and play somebody else. You can tell everybody you beat me. I don't care. I'm going to play somebody else now. Are you telling me that all I need to do to get you to never play me again is just bring defenders? Every single time, if you want to not play me, just pop, plop defenders down opposite me, and I'll just walk off. Mm, I cannot be bothered. Idea. Kind of a Steve Steve White from Bolton has done it so many times in my dining room where I've been like, oh, I've I've thought up this weird thing from Resistance and I fancy giving it a bit of a run out. And he's gone, well, I'm going to fly this. And he pulls out two defenders and something else and sticks them down. And I'm just like, oh. So basically <laughs> what you're saying is the only game of X-Wing you had all week, you're excited to bits, you're looking forward to it. Steve came around your house and he puts two defenders out and it's like it's 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 Monday all over again. Yeah. I'm just and one of them's always Rexler Brath, which is what makes it worse. Actually normally I, you just flies Rexler and two other things because only one defender is plenty to ruin your day. I think Two's you're just, just upset that Steve always smashes you. That's true. It is true. <laughs> it doesn't always smash me. It's normally normally he smashes me. Sometimes it's a close game. And you still lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> He's a very good player. No shame in it. Um, so yeah, it's in squad phantoms. Then he's not. So yeah, I mean, if we're assuming there's going to be configs in the rebel box, there's no reason why they might not put configs in the imperial box. It's an opportunity for yeah. them to release some interesting content um, where previous that well stuff that they can't fix in inverted commas with um, with points. Um, so Which, to do something different with them. But on a quick note, they did say they are going to maintain and they are going to keep doing regular point adjustments so yeah and they're all going to be on pdfs and stuff so it'd be cool if they brought out a couple of generic uh, defenders but put the dots on them so you could only have two and then they could work with the price a bit more couldn't they yeah that's fair that'd be quite cool that's interesting yeah yeah okay next one rich Rich moves on i don't want to talk about the defenders (laughs) let's not let's not talk about defenders it's it's just it's sadness inducing. How about we just start a defenders podcast? <laughs> cool. Only going to talk about defenders. You, you right. can you can you can all just sit there making a solid mess of yourselves on a daily basis <laughs> about how unkillable your ships are. Okay, let's swiftly move on. Right, the next scum. the next next pack, the scum and villainy one, fugitives and collaborators. I was really confused when they said let's show them Kanan, and I was like, what? what? He's a rebel pilot. <laughs> Like nope, no, he's not. He's in scum as well now, in a hawk. Now yes. I don't know where he was ever seen flying a hawk in Rebels. I I don't know um, where I don't know where I've ever ever seen a hawk flown in any of the canon uh, stuff. No, not in the not in the canon stuff. So is no. this making it canon? Is it going to turn up at some point? Um, he's called the Lost Padawan. He's a 
I can't remember what initiative is he in the ghost. Is he a three as well, or is he no, a four? He's, he's a fourth. He's a four. Yeah. Oh. Quickly, T Yasby. No. <laughs> I was actually a little bit disappointed with the scum one. Um, we don't need more. so it's two Y wings and a hawk. I, like, say, I don't, I don't need any more. Y-wings. They're not very interesting ships. They're, they're yeah. both. They're all very like slow, like dull ships. You know, the other two are quite interesting. You know, the the strike, uh, the interceptors, and yeah. the A wings zipping all around, and just don't the need. Scum's it, just got crappy battered ships. <laughs> well, let need... let's be honest. Scum has the most different Toys. chassis yes. in the game. Because when the original three factions got split down, they, they didn't get split. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so they've got twice as many ships as any other faction, and about four times more ships than the Republics and the Separatists. So I'd feel absolutely no sorrow for scum and villainy people who are sad because they've not had anything new. And it's like, yeah, just, just, shh, just, just. Shh. They got mining guild ties. They got mining guild ties about three years ago. Yeah, they... and they got scum falcon. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, I mean, te- technically, that ship's part of their faction, isn't it? <laughs> uh, but do you not, do not mean the escape craft expansion? <laughs> yeah, yes, that's right. <laughs> the, the Lando, the Lando shuttle faction uh, release. Yeah. Well, interesting to see that they are dipping into like almost canon that doesn't exist, and they're feeling quite comfortable. You know. Going I mean, into different parts of characters' lives that maybe like Disney hasn't fleshed out, and obviously they've had their approval. So well, th- this uh, isn't this isn't AMG. This is FFG. Yeah, no. This so is... well, yeah, but it must have went through Disney approval because we've known in the past they've said they have to pass everything through them. So the fact yeah. that they've re-released a ship that has not been seen in any Disney Star Wars and a character whose period of life hasn't been shown, I think it's a nice sign that they. They have access to 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 um, to law that like yeah. Disney maybe hasn't fleshed out or I know, you know I know what you mean of, yeah yeah so it's, it's nice it's, it's interesting good. yeah yeah I, I have just had a horrible thought about this though what, he's like, got a they, point. well he's got four point five that's whatever um, <laughs> it's the fact that this means that there's going to be a re-release of the Hawk which means that if they maintain hyperspace. And they focus in on um, ships that have had a release for hyperspace. The Hawk will be included in hyperspace, and that means we'll be getting muxed in hyperspace, and everybody is sad. I'm oh. interesting if there is a kid in Jarvis crew scum card. That'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. Because there could be him. There could be any sorts of stuff. Because what they said on the stream was, you know, lost Padawan. This is his. Order 66 has happened and he's one of, you know, however many Jedi left alive in the galaxy and, and so on and so on and so on, um, which is why he's in the scum and villainy faction. But um, he's going to add a different dynamic to that faction anyway because he's a, he's a Force user in a ship that's not Asajj Ventress or, or Dooku um, or Maul. That's the, oh no, because they're in the other faction, aren't they? They're in Sis. So I think, is Asajj Ventress the only Force user yeah. Ship. Uh, yes. Yeah. So it's another force user ship. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see Can how that. Kane and Jarris and the Moldy Crow title just months oh, for days. <laughs> well, so I mean, the ship, the ability he's got is the same one, which is while you are a ship in your turret attack defense, up. you may spend a force, and if you do, the attacker rolls a fewer attack die. So uh, yeah. Good. 
he's um, multi-crew title on him and off you pop. Yeah. <laughs> I think he doesn't need much else than that, does he? Uh, um, no. If no. he can take it, which he can because it's scum, so why would he not be able to? So, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah and that was the spoilers. Uh, and at that point, they went off and talked about Legion and Armada, and we stopped caring, to be honest. Um, they did mention something at the end, though, didn't they? That yeah, was the release dates, wasn't it? No, the um, the rules form. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think yeah. once we get the X-Wing one, that'll be really good. We've had loads of as a community, we guess, and we all yeah. play them that way, and then suddenly FFG have gone, actually, no, it's this way. And I mean, we've all FFG... been playing it wrong for a long time. It'd be nice to get those rules out quick and fast. Yeah, I mean, FFG had a rules forum, but it just didn't get updated very often. Um, like, there was a thread on the forum, I should say. Um, but if they're actually going to actively engage and moderate a rules forum where you can ask questions and they'll go to the designers and ask what the intent is and then, you know, add it to the FAQs or whatever yeah. and then, like, re-release stuff and fix it or whatever, then it'll be fine. I mean, from everything we kind of know about them and from what they've talked about, they are very big on the community side. So as long as those forums are managed are managed well, then they could be a really good resource. <laughs> That's the best caveat ever. As long as your community <laughs> forums are well managed, they can be a valuable yes. resource. You know, <laughs> I, I feel as though that they are a company that realise that um, uh, for uh, kind of like forum managers are are actual valued employees and it is a valued skill set to have i mean the the two community managers that that i know in real life are two of the most stressed people that yes. i've ever met in my entire life so because yeah. that, that is very true <laughs> i spend their entire lives just staring at the internet going why do you think this is normal human behavior you know you're banned <laughs> and then they have to deal with a complaint from the person they've banned yes. um, it's like i don't want to talk to you nobody wants to talk to you um, oh they turn around to their organization and go why aren't you taking this seriously it's yeah. really important this i need to ban a lot of people and you people. won't let me yes <laughs> They're trying uh, to upset these ones. They're not nice. <laughs> uh, right, Paragumba Slayer, banned. Just get rid of him to start off with. Anyway, um, so that was all of the spoilers. That was the content of the stream. Uh, we all watched it, and uh, it's given me a bit of a bit of giddiness, a bit of happiness about yeah. the content of some of the, the packs. So, like, particularly the Rebel one, obviously, because don't play the other two factions. Um, I... It, I... It, it's made me feel warm and nice on the inside. It's nice to see something official has came out. Um, I think they've been quite honest with themselves, saying that, you know, it's all going to be all the FFG work just because of how the production line takes. They've said that not all of their staff are based in their headquarters yet due, due to um, COVID. You know, they fessed up to say that they were a studio of eight people, but now they've got all these, uh, or now they've got the Star Wars franchise, you know, they've rapidly built up. Um, the two hosts as well uh, explained that they they have previously worked on the Star Wars lines too. So it was all very confidence building, in my opinion, and it, it did make me feel that there was a nice a nice positive future to return to the game once once we can. Yeah. So other stuff to talk about. Kyber Cup. I'm three and one. Well done. How are you That's doing, it. Tim? Uh, two two, I think, at the moment, and I've got a toughish game tomorrow night. So that's against the uh, against Joel. Is it Joel Springle? Uh, with the, oh yeah, yeah, the four T sixty fives with false transponder codes and 
AP5, so that'll be a very interesting duel. I'm currently undefeated. Mm-hmm. Nice. I mean, I'm not in it. I was going to say, yeah, you're, not gonna say, <laughs> yeah. gonna say you're, you're, you're undefeated in the Steel City hyperspace one, aren't you, with your filthy Foresight Inquisitors that you brought? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't even feel bad about it. Sorry, I'm undefeated as well with my filthy resistance jousting blocks. I, I say that, but my next matchup I've just seen before it's against uh, it was Mark Ryder, who's brought uh, the, oh, what's Vader's ship? It's the X1, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, he's brought the Tempest Squadrons. With all that bullshit. So Bleak. I imagine. <laughs> pew pew, oh, Tim. Pew pew. <laughs> um, I imagine we're just uh, going to throw a lot of dice at each other. I've actually, it means I've got like a squadron full of little mini aces. Yeah. So his, his are threes and mine are fours. Yeah, that'd be interesting. So I can't imagine I'm getting yeah. many foresight attacks off. But Inquisitors are threes, aren't they? No, the fours, I think. Are they? It might have been the other way. They were threes and it was. Let me double check now. Oh, I think right. he's. I think his are twos and yours are threes. I was looking at it before. I've had something to drink since then. <laughs> <laughs> you said yeah. you'd had a drink, so I decided to get on I the whiskey. Did, I did add a couple of cans while I was watching. That's why I'm a bit giddy. It doesn't take much these days. They are um, threes. Yeah, definitely threes. See, I'm not a complete idiot all the time. And tenths um, are twos, so you were right. So you were both right. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was wrong. I was more <laughs> correct than Ben. <laughs> um, all right, so um, so that's uh, th- those are going well. Um, I think Kyber Cup's heading into week five, so people are starting to make cut, and it's um, it's kind of coming towards the the pointy end. So a lot of people have started to drop out as well when they've realised that they can't make it through. But there is prizes and stuff for staying in. So if you are staying in and think about dropping, it's worth hanging in in case you you win one of the um, wooden spoon kind of things um the other event we wanted to just quickly promote was tin squadron so friend of the podcast chris burnett and uh, the other guys down in cornwall um are running an event called balance of the force yeah um on tabletop simulator did do you want to talk about it tim yeah i can do uh listen to the announcement uh post so uh it's up on uh Tabletop TO, uh, if you've if you've not uh, seen it already, so just search for Balance of the Force. It's the only event that's up there. Uh, it's down and starting on the fifteenth of March, so it's a little way off yet. And uh, it's a free to enter event. Uh, it sounds like there's gonna be some nice sort of prize support uh, knocking around. Uh, Curtain Games are supporting, but they're also uh, raising some funds for the Cornwall Air Ambulance, uh, which is the very worthwhile charity, so it'd be good to support Tin Squadron and them. Uh, slightly unique list building um, option where I think you're limited to, was it three of a single ship chassis? Uh, and then you've got to balance up your pilot uh, skills so you can, you can't have, I think if you take a pilot skill one or two pilot, you have to take a five or six. Um, and then I think threes and fours are like kind of wild, but all. Was it you had yeah. to take like one of each before you could take a second one? Um, the details are there. I could probably actually open up the details, but yeah, I'm I'm look I'm looking at it now, and basically you have to um, you have to spread your initiative. So for every, as you said, for every six you've got, you've got to put uh, for every six or five, you've got to have a one or a two. Um, there's no limit to the number of threes and fours that you can have, except for um, a maximum number of uh, of three um, of any one chassis. Um, so. Like things like my Venny list with Venny at two is offset by ZZ at five, and then an X Wing at three or four in the middle is fine. Um, but you can't play, you know, four 
Oh, no, you can't play four I-1 BB rookies in resistance well, that, or whatever. That, uh, the so. resistance list I'm running at the moment is not legal. Yeah. Because I've got two I-2s. Um, but, you know, it's, cool. it's a different way of playing. You know, different... Some people were moaning about the format, saying it promotes certain builds. But, you know, the old adage, if you don't like it, don't play. Um, yeah. You know... It's a free tournament well, it, with that, donations it. going to charity. So uh, yeah, and and the thing with comp or you know coming up with your own custom list building restrictions is someone can always abuse it. You know you can't make a balanced one. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to get a balance between aces and swarms. And I think they they have covered that quite well. I mean, sure, a lot of the lists are probably going to average. Uh, you know, i three, i four, but you know, there's probably some good lists out there where you might be able to take a couple of i five, i six aces. Uh, backed up by a couple of PS1 blockers. I mean, M- Merle Cobbin, anybody? Uh, yeah. That yeah. um that resistance list, I've been flying with Poe, Rose, a red, uh, Jess and Bastion fits because Bastion's a two, Poe's a six, and the other two are threes. Yeah. So, and it's a, it's a perfectly good hyperspace kind of A, B tier squad. So it's, you know, perfectly solid. So Ooh, there's well. like normal lists that you can just fly under the, under the restriction or you can go ahead and do something that's a little bit more off the wall for a bit of fun. Maybe. Like those two Jedi, two torrent lists from the past, that kind of stuff. I'll just say it may be worth, I'm not sure if lists are locked in. Uh, uh, lists will be unlocked for a single day on the 29th of March. That's after those new squadron packs are released. Ooh, fancy. <laughs> it's almost like the new in advance. <laughs> Tinfoil hat time. <laughs> Chris Burnett, did you know? Anyway, check if he's on the uh, play tester list. Bribing <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> me some pasties funny. or something. <laughs> just I need to, I've just realised I need to fork out 150 quid for these new three boxes. Oh. I don't, I don't, don't, don't yeah. tell me the real price. Not, not I if don't you, know, it doesn't matter. I'm about to say, not if you buy them from Element Games with their nice discount <laughs> and also use the uh, use the Sift Taker affiliate link so that you know a nice bit of commission comes towards the podcast. Is that yeah. the link that's in the description below of this? Uh, it can be. Yeah, yeah, it can be. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. why not? Ah, good job, it's my birthday in April. Boom. Yeah, it's normally about 45 quid for a box, so the fact that yeah. I'm only buying one, it's three ships and loads of cards, so and, and it's we're, we're, we're all under lockdown at the moment. What else are you spending your money on? Well, exactly. Uh, I, spent some of my, I spent some of my money <laughs> on GameStop shares. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> I wish I had. Uh, I bought some AMC shares. I made nine dollars. I was well made up. I was like, "Yeah." I say, you wish you bought the GameStop shares like four days before it all happened. Yeah, I actually looked at them when they were forty dollars, and then a few days later when they were four hundred, and I was like, "Well, you know." <laughs> well, welcome to the stock exchange. Yeah. If if I just bought one, <laughs> then I'd be really happy right now. But I didn't. Um. So not to uh, worry. That was a slight detail, but do we want to plug any more events? Namely, the one I've signed up for. Which what one have you, you signed, signed up for, Sean? The next, the the next, the next Sith Taker event that Ben's done. Yay! If, <laughs> anyone, yeah, to, if anyone wants to suggest a list, I can run. That'd be great. If anybody fancies an easy win, sign up and see if you get paired against We've had um, quite a lot of people sign up. To be honest. It was over 100, I isn't it? Uh, 111 yeah. last time. I looked. Um, and we've only done like the one post about it, so I'm, I reckon we'll have more. I think people yeah. are finding out that we occasionally send random prizes to people um, if they win <laughs> or do well. It's like, yeah, we, we don't announce it, but you can have something pretty. Off you go. Yeah. Um, so, 
What a nice bunch of people you guys are. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe at some point the dial covers and matching target locks and ship markers will make their way to Canada for Brendan. <laughs> let's see, let's see how long they I take actually, to get there. Um, I actually played him the other night. I was talking to him, and he's telling me that his, the post office where they will have gone was hit like with loads of COVID, so it's effectively shut down. Right. right. So it, it's going to take extra time for. They're not affected Fair. by they're not affected by COVID because they opened up a parcel that came from Great Britain. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even, even, these, even these I've got those discs. <laughs> even I've got those as well. I ordered some last April. Last April. Do you know I, something? So the the thing was, I think it was March. It was like just before lockdown. I had the idea to get some, and I got them done by Cockatoo, and then I put a post up on the Sith Takers chat groups and stuff, and loads of people went, oh, they're awesome, let's get them. And we've not been able to play no, X-Wing no, in person no. since. No. Yeah, so they're sit- they're yep. sitting in the bag that I got sent them by Cockatoo. Yep, they're in the bag, they've still got their protective covers on, I'm literally staring at them now going, they are pretty. Yeah. Oh, a little bit of a spoiler here, but the next Sith Taker League, I'm planning on getting some of dial covers done um, in gold, silver and bronze and the top three from each league will get some will get yeah. one of whatever in but just one dial yeah but like they'll get a gold one if they're top silver that for the second good. I like the idea of that because it means that if I ever run a seven ship list again I'll have an extra one <laughs> you have to actually win another league though I, I mean, I know I'm up. I'm up at a level now where I don't think I'll. Be <laughs> That's what I'm, I mean. You're going to come up into the top league with me, and then... no, no, I'm I'm one down still. I'm one yeah, but next, the, it's, this will be next season when I'm thinking about getting far anyway. No, next season I'll be one below you. I'll be in Mandalore next season. Oh, will you? Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you were better than you were. No, no. <laughs> I did really badly in the um, the the original placing tournament. I like it. Did really, really badly. The one and five or something like that in the placing tournament. So I ended up in um, Cloud City for the first season. So I've just got through Cloud City last season and then Fortress Inquisitorius this season. So I'm in Mandalore next season, oh. uh, and then uh, that's probably where I'm going to sit because the people like uh, the people from the Wretched Hive who are really good at the game are hot on my heels. I'm currently <laughs> staying one division above them. But um, if uh, it gets to the point where I think the second division down is going to be a hotly contested hotbed of people who really don't want to be in the top division deliberately losing their next game by you know just enough MOV to, to not get promoted <laughs> and stuff. Uh, no, I don't want to go 0-8. You're all right. <laughs> I'll just stay I've been, here. I've I just sat at mid-table mediocrity in uh, the Jedi Council. You can't win. It's like Commissioner Colin Brown, who like three years in a row won the Sith Takers in-person league, <laughs> and was like, well, I guess I'll just hand my prize for winning to the guy that came second, because it looks really <laughs> bad if I keep convincing people to enter a league with a really nice 50-quid template tray prize, and then I win it again. <laughs> Bless him. All right, I think we've run out of things to talk about anyway, haven't we? So, um, yes. cool. Well, it's been a pleasure, and it's been good to actually get some news, some content to talk about from uh, AMG, not FFG, he says, remembering. Um, <laughs> so uh, it's going to take a year before it doesn't say FFG in the boxes anymore. The one thing I didn't, we didn't talk about, they did talk about reprinting, and they were talking about reprinting packs that were currently FFG branded. So um, whether they're going to reprint stuff that's not new content or they just talk about new print runs of new content, we don't know. I think um, that's uh, reprint runs of already 
brought out stuff. I didn't, I didn't think that was gleaming towards reprints. With, so with, with, AM, with AMG written on the side of the box yeah. rather than FFG. So Yeah, basically. Uh, yeah. But I, I think on the 18th, 19th of March, during that period, I think we should get the next wave. So there might, there might be more information along that. But I think if we pester them enough through the many community channels they're going to be creating, um, we should be able to peer pressure them into letting us know what their plans are. Basically, there's like 6,000 people. There was like 5,000 people watching the stream today. So, you know, yeah. nobody that's listening to this is hearing anything new, yeah. um, apart from our hot takes on it. But, yeah, um, yeah there was uh, like 5,000 Star Wars people and X-Wing fans basically all standing around them shouting, do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think actually they were shouting, Razor Crest, Razor Crest, Razor Crest. Yeah. Yeah. There was, there was quite a lot of um, Twitch chat was being its, uh, its very worst self um, at that point in time. There was people just cutting and pasting the same message in over and over again to try and get it. What? Oh, awful. Right. Before I get angry, I'm going to stop talking about what the Twitch chat was doing. Um, <laughs> all right. So um, on that note, um, anything else from anybody else? Yeah. I want to give Oliver Williams a shout out because he's sorting out uh, doing a uh, alternate card thing for me. You cut out several times there. He's doing an alt art for you. Yes. Excellent. Well done, that chap. So, well done, I'd like to thank him. Cool. Um, all right. Anybody else? I'm done. Thank you very much. Harish. Harish Pampet. All right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, in that case, it's uh, it's uh, goodbye from Ben. Goodbye. It's Tada from Sean. Ta-da! And it's a very southern cheerio from Tim. Cheerio! That's goodbye from me. (laughs) Bye-bye now.